0: Hey guys and gals, we're your hosts, Mackenzie and Sierra, and you're listening to the Girls Gone Gab podcast.
1: Buckle up because we're about to get in. Okay, so
0: it is Valentine's Day. It is February 14th, and can I just say that it has been quite the night. It has been quite the night. Um, we followed through on our promise last week on the podcast to uh, join the league live dating experience. Um, we made a pact with each other that we would both get on. You get three dates randomly matched um, for three minutes each. And n- neither of us have ever done it.
1: <laughs> First timers.
0: Yeah, we we added in a challenge that... Proved to be a little overambitious of trying to like give each other words, like random words to um, have to say on the dates, but there are three minutes. So we both failed and did not say any of our words.
1: <laughs> we really failed. I mean, You can barely just learn basic information in three minutes, let alone slip in a buzzword. So
0: (laughs) it was so hard. I mean, you also would have probably like seemed crazy if you were just like saying weird stuff off the bat. So um, that didn't work. And it's just not ideal situation for that. But just to give you a reference in case you're curious, um, let's see. Sierra's words that I gave to her were cattywampus cahoots and juxtaposition and then my words were jig panini and hootenanny um again <laughs> none of that came up um so we failed
1: at our own game like but it's fine
0: yeah um that's fine so let's jump into the to the actual experience here and All right so many thoughts. I mean, so awkward, Uh, not actually like not that awkward when you're in it, but like you just feel so awkward getting on and, um, waiting for the matches to like come up. You're just sitting there and then you don't want to be doing something weird when they come on. So anyways, it was a little nerve wracking. And then, and I'm not someone that gets nervous, like ever, even like going on dates and stuff like that. Because usually like you've already seen them online, you gotta buy, but you have no idea who's about to come through <laughs> on the other end. No idea. And if they're just gonna be like you're ugly, uh, delete, like <laughs> immediately, like I don't want to get my feelings hurt, you know? <laughs> so um, that being said, I like waited for you know a hot minute to have someone come up. And the first guy that came up, we'll keep everyone anonymous. Um he was actually really good looking. I was like, Oh, wow. Okay. Like this is, this going to work. Um, and <laughs> he had something in his bio about blue apron, like right at the top, you, you have like zero time to read their profiles. Like they literally give you three seconds. I'm like, anyways. Um, so I brought up, I was like, Oh, you're a blue apron connoisseur. And he was like, yeah, like he sounded jazzed about it. So Sierra and I also recorded these for each other to watch, but only for each other to watch. Again, we're not like leaking anything out about any of these guys for like privacy and all of that. Um, but he sounded jazzed. Did he not? He did. He did. He was pretty much like,
1: yeah. Oh, you saw that?
0: Like, yeah. Yeah, He was like, let me tell you about it. And I was like, yeah, like, give me your best review. So he starts going on about Blue Apron and he's like, well, first of all, it's great because it breaks up the monotony of my other recipes. And like, he's going into a whole story and then just, (laughs) (sighs) I got cut. I got cut. And because it was my first time, I didn't know if I'd really gotten cut. So I didn't want to like be like, oh my gosh, I just got cut because then what if he was still there, that would be weird. But the audacity, um, I, I think that was his method was like, just keep talking and then they'll just think like the connection was lost. Um, ruthless. The audacity on Valentine's day, put some respect on my name. Um, do you hate people even like, honestly, it's so short that even if I did not like love my match or like think that they were like super You can put up
1: with someone though for three minutes.
0: Yeah. I'm like, you don't have to like them afterwards. I mean, I'm not personally like heartbroken. It it did, it did kick me a little bit right before I went into the game. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it was my first, like, I felt like football player, like Rudy running out on the field and someone just like drop kicked me the second I got there. And then I just had to keep running into, <laughs> into the next two dates.
1: Like that, a little message, bad. a little message pops up. That's like, all right, are you ready to keep going? And you're <laughs> like, uh, okay, I guess so. Let's keep, get back up on that horse girl. Let's go.
0: <laughs> I know. it was like, I'm sorry, this has ended. Do you want to like get back onto the next date? And I was like, I'm sure. So <laughs> for number one, we're not off to a good start then we get the second guy and, um, he was really nice, but just not my type. Um, just not my type, uh, like nothing crazy wrong with him or anything like that. And he, the only weird thing about him was that he said he was visiting his parents this weekend and he was at his parents' house. And so I, I don't think I asked him if he had done this before, but he has to have, he thought I'm visiting my parents for the weekend. I'm going to try live online
1: dating. Him and his parents must be real close. They That's must honest. be very comfy together. They're very comfortable. He's very comfortable with this situation. I'm like, he has to have done this. Like you said, he's done this before. He's like, I know how this works. I'm, I'm okay with doing this in the basement at my parents' house if I need to.
0: Yeah, so interesting there, but nice guy. And you know what? I knew I wasn't in love with him in the first 30 seconds and I did not X him out because I have a soul. Um, even me. Yes.
1: Uh, so, so that was
0: <laughs> date number two.
1: And then, so not the one, but like it was okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, he's for somebody for sure. So then we get to date number three and I feel like I can't tell this story in isolation. I feel like you also have to, well, I'll tell a little bit of mine and then um, Sierra can chime in. So uh, my third guy, Pretty cool. Um, pretty normal. Again, nothing uh crazy weird about him. Easy to talk to. And he has this giant map behind him. And you're just trying to make conversation, obviously, in three-minute time period. And I'm like, that's a a big map behind you. (laughs) Whatever I say.
1: Right out of the gate. That was like the first thing you said.
0: Yeah. And he was like, It's just my dining room. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, cool. And it's like a tapestry thing that he has hung up. And I was like, I say the weirdest thing. I go, Yeah, I figured either it was a really big globe behind you, or you have a really small head. What? Why
1: did you say that? <laughs> You're like, Well, I was offended earlier, so now I'm then in the mood to offend people. <laughs> I, I mean,
0: hopefully he didn't take it as me saying he was a small man. I mean, no, his I profile he says is. he's like over six foot, so I'm like mean, six four. Yeah. Uh, clearly not. I thought I was making a funny, It obvious, it's still true. It's a true statement. It's either a large map or he has a small head. I mean, that's not wrong, <laughs> not false statement. So it goes pretty well, whatever um, the dating experience is over. And I'm like, okay, he's pretty cool. Like he, you know, he's good. And I'm like, all right, we ended on a, a good note there. So like I said, Sierra and I recorded um, our dates And if you remember from last week, I said, oh my gosh, would it not be so crazy if we matched
1: with the same guy? And I'm over here thinking, like, there's no way that could happen. Like, there's just way too many people in the world. Like, we live in two different cities. Like, I feel like the odds are very slim. But here we are. And if we haven't foreshadowed enough, um, that's exactly what happened because the very first person that I matched with or that I was, you know, set up with on League Live was this man, same man, same map. Um-
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm watching the recording and he mentioned something about Sierra's brick. It like exposed brick in her apartment. And she goes, yeah, that's a nice map. I was like, oh, <laughs> like I can't see his face or anything. I just have the audio. And I'm like, we match with the same man. There are not multiple men on this thing with a large
1: map behind them. If
0: there are, what the hell?
1: I know. I was like, how did you know already that it was the same person? You were like, it, it has to be. It has to be. And then you start telling me like his job and some other things. And I'm like, uh, yeah, same guy. <laughs> but um, I was like, yeah, is, I don't want to say his name, but I was like, is it
0: blank? <laughs> and you were like, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just funny because he was my first um encounter and your last encounter that yeah. same kind of situation with Mackenzie like I was just waiting it out for a about few minutes prior dates. oh really I
0: mean not like was your first date ugly we didn't say that we were just like <laughs> <laughs> she was horrendous um no I just said I was I, I mentioned the fact that you only get three and he was like uh yeah I think so he said but mine says like I still have time so I just keep going I've he said something like I've had three so I don't know if he got more than three or if he only got three and he was just like saying like that was his third <coughs> but I was like oh yeah and he was like you know it's it's just like you don't have a lot of time. He said something. So we like alluded to the past ones, having no idea that he
1: had just gone on a date with my best friend. Yeah. I will say though, like immediately off the bat, I told Mackenzie, I was like, the first guy was like, hands down the like easiest to talk to, even though we really didn't talk about that much because in three minutes and both of us said that it was our first time doing this. He just a normal he was like, human being. He which, just seemed more normal. Yeah, he seemed more normal. But we'll get into like, like the bars oh, on ahead. the
0: floor. But like being a normal human being to talk to is is a bonus.
1: It, exactly, like you said, the bars on the floor. But he was enthusiastic. He was not unattractive, and he just seemed like you know he could carry a conversation. And then second, my second one. Um, again, I'm waiting like a you know several minutes in between I'm like profusely sweating I think it's just really hot in my apartment and I'm like lord help me Uh, um second one yeah um my other two or my second two were all of like northeast people which I think you had mostly northeast you had my first guy
0: was South Carolina second guy was Massachusetts and then our guy that we had in common is in Atlanta Georgia
1: Okay. Well, mine was so the Atlanta guy that we had in common and then my second and third was Connecticut and then um like Philadelphia. So I wonder if that's because of the time
0: zones. Like do you think like the league live doesn't start until I mean
1: probably time yeah. zones have a big thing to do with it, but it was just interesting that mine were all up north. Or my second yeah. two were up north. But anyway, second guy, I keep trying to explain it, but um he was like a software engineer. He was more on the quiet side. He said he has done this a couple of times. Didn't really seem to have anything that interesting to say about it. And I'm like, oh, cool! Like this is my first time. He's a problem. And he he was very into the brick behind me. Also, my everyone partner. was into your brick. Everyone's into the bricks. And I'm like, yeah, sounds great, bricks. Um, I'm like, yeah, woo, bricks. Um. <laughs> and
0: (laughs) I mean that's the only thing you have to comment on like both of us commented on the map we're like wow a map and
1: they're like oh my gosh bricks yeah so I mean it is what it is there weren't sparks that's all I gotta say no sparks were flying and then third guy was I mean he was interesting also not for me but we did have an interesting little short combo. he um he was Indian, and so Mackenzie had a hard time, I think, understanding him at first.
0: Like um,
1: Listening back, yeah. Yeah, listening to the recording, but um, he was hyping me up there for a second. He was like, you look nice. Like, you look very done up, and I was like, thank you. Yeah. I was like, I put a little bit of effort in, um, and he was like, it's really working for you, but he was very invested in my dating life in Louisville, cool. which I was like, that's interesting. But now I have a theory because, um, he was like, well, what's the dating scene like there in Louisville? And I was like, clearly not that great because I'm on this thing. And he was like, well, I'm Valentine and I'm here on Valentine. And I'm here on Valentine's day. So it's not going so well, like use your, read the room. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, well, I'm sure you could find someone like he was trying to be nice and trying to be like, I'm sure you could he was saying, you look fun. You look are uh, creative. I guess he was looking at my pictures on my profile and he goes, unless that, unless you just got something really wrong with you, <laughs> like, I'm sure you would be fine. He, he probably like, honestly said that in
0: the same way that I said, you probably have a small head or like, you might have a small head and a big globe, <laughs>
1: like, you know, with three minutes on the clock. Yeah. He probably didn't check. mean it. I know you say some weird things when you're like under a time crunch but <laughs> I took it and I was just like okay so you're basically like I'm sure you could find someone but maybe because you're crazy that's why you haven't <laughs> found anyone I was like okay but yeah I don't think that he meant it that way um, and then he was like um, so what's your podcast about and I'm like oh yeah me and my best friend have a podcast and. We talk about girly things and just like so the podcast is on your culture. profile. I put, I put that I, um, I I host an award-winning podcast. <laughs> Apple. I'm trying to remember like exactly the wording. Um, on the charts, I basically do say that I. I said I say okay marketing professional dance teacher singer amateur podcaster I said I've got my hand in many projects right now and I really like it that way so that's what I say and so that's what I say that's what I say that's what he read (laughs) so he was like oh so you have a podcast what's it about I tell him and he's like immediately goes oh yeah I have a podcast too and he goes is this gonna be a part of your podcast and I was like uh I'm uh, called out right now I'm immediately called out <laughs> maybe um, this is part of his podcast maybe that's why he's ex- popping on exactly yeah that's my theory that's my theory now I was like uh it might be maybe we might talk about the experience yeah um and right before our time ran out he was like what's the name of your podcast and I just Froze. I was like, "Oh no!" Um, and then it you're like, "I can't see that," or I'd have. I was like, (laughs) uh, "Yeah," I was like, "I cannot. I cannot give you that information." So (laughs) sorry to the last guy. We're not going to be podcast buddies, but I have a feeling that we had similar motives, and that he's going to talk about it. He also said that he does. He's interested and does stand up in his bio. So I think that this is part of his act. I think this is part of his. Or maybe Stand it's up. just
0: research, yeah, for the stand-up.
1: Yeah, I think this is research for his stand-up and first podcast. I think it's a, I think it's a bit. Because he didn't seem one bit interested in, like, actually, like me. He yeah. was more like, so why aren't you dating in Louisville? Like, what's going on there? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. What questions. if everyone we went on a date with, it, everyone has a podcast? It's all a bit. <laughs>
1: everyone has a podcast and we're all just like, wait, that's it? That's everybody that's on here just has a podcast
0: we're not here for the right reasons in the terms of the, ba- <laughs> the bachelor I mean we, we were there for, we that. were there for the right reasons I mean I thought the first guy was a hunk of burn in love until he <laughs> beheaded me in our date
1: no yeah we were definitely there for the right reasons but we're like if it goes south then even if it goes we'll great like, it. like I'm at my soulmate tonight on the league yeah Live but we weren't going to be upset if it, you know, went wrong. We were just like, we're going to talk about it either way. Here we go. Exactly. So
0: overall, um, so, so, okay. let put it in reverse, Terry. Um, <laughs> Back after up. we finished watching, I, I talked about, or I was telling Sierra, like, um, I was showing her the guys what they looked like and then, um, their profiles. And I was like, Oh, I liked, I did like the first guy just in the off case that he accidentally had a technical difficulty. Um, based on the fact that we have not yet matched, I'm going to say that's negative, but I'm going to, I'm going to tell myself it's a technical difficulty in my mind. Um, <laughs> as you should, you know, I, as we know from prior stories on this podcast, I deal actually pretty okay with uh, rejection Okay, maybe not great with rejection, but getting back on the horse, fantastic. Twelve out of ten on that. Um, <laughs> so you know, whatever. I got back on the horse, um, and so I liked him in the off chance he liked me. Did not like the second guy; just didn't, you know, feel matched there. And then our last guy, um, I was like, okay, sure, yeah, we'll we'll give him a like. And um, obviously, at this point, Sierra, like, also had a date with him. And I knew that.
1: And she was like, yeah, I liked him too. (laughs) And they met. He was the only one. He was the only one. I didn't like either of the other two. Yeah. Um, So I liked him too, you know, whatever. We both liked him. And
0: he messaged me and just said, if you ever make your way down to Atlanta, look me up. And so I was talking to Sierra and she was like, well, I think maybe I said this first, but I was like, okay, would this be totally crazy if we tell him? Because what are we going to do with this? It's not like, oh, okay, Sierra, um, I'm going to date David now. And it's not like Sierra can date David now. Like, it would just be weird.
1: Um, <laughs> and I'm like, we're not going to fight over this. Like, this is not going to be the end all, gonna, all yeah. of our friendship. Like, yeah, I'm like, whatever. It's fine. And we spoke for three minutes about a map. <laughs> and
0: so, so I was like, Sierra, what if I invite him on the podcast right now? Like, I tell him because I didn't think about the fact that, like, we're not in the same city. Like, in my mind, we're in the same city, but physically, we're not. So, he probably thought nothing of it. She's in Louisville and I'm in Cincinnati. And he had I don't, zero inclination. None. I have no pictures of you on my profile, which I think I do maybe on my other dating ones. Like, you're in one. I'm not like, you're in every photo. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, uh... but you're not on this one. I don't have like any group photos, I don't think, on this profile. So he had no idea. He's had a date with both of us, he's matched with both of us. He then messaged me, and then I come back and I say, So crazy question. And he goes, Shoot, like replies immediately. And this is how I phrased it. I said, so, you know, Sierra, well, she's my best friend. (laughs) We did this whole league live thing as a little pack and promised we'd talk about it on our podcast this week without names or anything like that, obviously. Well, we've quickly realized we both matched and with you, any chance you'd want to hop on a zoom and be on our podcast, LOL. It's all fun, no pressure. And he said, holy shit, how is that possible? And I said, (laughs) oh, right and I said, I mean, this would be pure comedy and a great story to tell if you come on. And he said, yeah, of course. haha. I mean, I feel like the odds of this are astronomical, especially considering how far apart you guys are. Like we don't know each other. Anyways, <laughs> he said, I'm more upset I didn't ask the right questions to make the connection. And then it just got into like scheduling questions, which um, he basically ended up saying that he could hop on um, Monday or Tuesday night. He just needs a little heads up because, uh, he doesn't have the greatest service where he is. So, um, I feel like we can say his name at this point since he's agreed to come on the podcast. Um, so David, um, will be a guest. Um, we're recording this on Sunday. Like I said, we're going to have to record his little bit on, um, Monday or Tuesday or later this week, but you'll hear it later this episode so things can get just
1: big. This is, I'm like, I can't, I'm honestly, I'm, I can't believe that he's agreeing to this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, David's a trooper because we're both kind of nuts. The fact that he matched both of us and is now willing to come on our podcast
1: with zero idea of what the podcast is within a matter Um, of 20 minutes of all of this happening. (laughs)
0: He's like, yeah, "Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Which like I told him, I'm like, this is a great story, David. Even if you think we are crazy, you can then tell your friends. I went on this like Zoom speed dating, accidentally dated the same two best friends. And then they asked me to come on their podcast. And then I went on their podcast and it blew up. It was not top of the charts that
1: week. I mean, I think it would be good. I mean, It's a win, 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 win all the way around.
0: and another option sister wives I mean I, I think we, I think we throw it out we have to throw it out when David's I mean, on.
1: I wasn't really thinking that I was thinking we're gonna have an even greater male listening population because he's gonna show it to all of his friends maybe but maybe. sister wives okay I mean it, I it wasn't would be the best that.
0: opportunity if we don't ask him about it on the podcast
1: we definitely need to ask. we like, so have you ever seen that show, Sister Wives? What's your thoughts there?
0: <laughs> He's probably like, oh my gosh, are they serious? Did they like go on?
1: This was our hoping, motive the whole time.
0: Hoping they would find the same guy and like, so you're interested in both of us. You perfectly fit the match. We <laughs> we both individually liked you blindfolded. And then you <laughs> liked both of us not knowing. And it is the perfect storm for a a uh, sister wife marriage you know we wouldn't be married to each other we'd just be married to the same person
1: I I don't I'm
0: I'm speechless <laughs> I mean yeah it would be good except for the you know <laughs>
1: so for like you know uh, the thing that cannot be named
0: but everything else would be great we like to do the same things we could just go to
1: concerts together i just hang out with Mackenzie for the rest of my life i'm like (laughs) i'm already gonna do that now we gotta have this guy attached to us
0: i mean we like it, it would it would probably be economic saving economic economic however you want to say it uh savings for him he could just like get us the same things to do like here i got you this Movie to watch? I don't know. I don't buy <laughs> movies anymore.
1: That was a horrible example. I'm here. I got you this movie to watch. Isn't that what
0: people that are in love do?
1: We don't know. We cannot speak on this. It's been a while for us.
0: Yeah, I'm really getting more delusional as this goes, and it's it's becoming clear why I'm in this predicament. But no, um yeah so you're gonna hear us talk to david up next but um we've got to brainstorm some good questions for him because hopefully this will be this will be juicy and maybe we can make david a regular guest like the david segment and he comes on and tells us about his other dates i'm most interested to know about his third girl
1: I, yeah, I definitely want to know who the third person was. Who like, is she? Not who is she. Like, I'm going to look her up. I'm going to show up on our doorstep. <laughs> like, I'm not that crazy. You cannot be in this sister-wife pack. But I'm like, yeah, no, no, She's not invited into the sister, sister wives um, house. Like, that's we not We have to happening. get her, if so. We sound like The Bachelor right now. We sound like the girls in the house. Like, she's, <laughs> get her out of here. She's not allowed we are the mvps of this show i just
0: want to know like was she his top pick or did she like
1: cut him off like my guy did or was it just like was she was she really weird did he cut her off were we the winners or were we all great and she was number one and we were like number two and three i know we were both saying like david hit a two out of three exactly we don't know about the The but either of us we got one out of good odds exactly that's pretty good odds yeah. So, which I would imagine that there, if I had to guess, there's probably more girls yeah. out there, at least on Valentine's Day on this app, available <laughs> than there are guys that are out there available yeah. on this app. So I feel like either way, Maybe. the the guys are probably more likely to like who they That's, end up with. Yeah.
0: Does that makes sense. Yeah, that's true. And I wonder if they did get more than three. Cause like I said, based on what he said in my conversation, it made it sound like he maybe got more than three. And I wonder if they have like an abundance of girls, if they're like, keep going, we have more people. There's still time left just to like give the girls yeah. a map.
1: Yeah. Maybe there's like a whole bunch of girls and that only a sense. handful of guys. And they're just rotating all the guys through everyone. Like Sorry, we got all these girls. We got to satisfy because they David were standing seven in line. Other matches that aren't us. When you say it like when you say it like that.
0: <laughs> the cold world out there. So, um, stay tuned, and we'll talk to David up next. Hey, gabbers. So, I'm here to report um, some kind of sad news. Unfortunately, we were not able to have our mutual match um, come on for an interview this week on the podcast. I want to make it very clear. He was super down to be on the podcast in great spirits with everything we threw at him, Um, but he does have kind of an unusual job, a very busy job, um, and was not able to make it on during a time that we would all be able to record this week. So we hope that we can have him on in the future and be able to get his take on um, all of these uh, events that happened, Uh, but unfortunately, not this episode. I'm so sorry to have let you guys down but just know that hopefully we will have him on soon
1: all right so one last thing that we do want to mention um, before we kind of close out this episode is we want to just touch base on the chris harrison drama that's happening we couldn't we couldn't really move forward without bringing it up and For those of you who don't know, um, Chris Harrison had an interview last week with um, Rachel Lindsay on live television. And if you know, you know. I mean, it just wasn't a good look all the way around. And we don't have to go into great detail about some of the things that he said that were problematic because there were lots of them. Um, But here's the gist. The gist is, Rachel Lindsay asked Chris Harrison some things about current um, Rachel. Uh, what's her name? Kirk Connell. Kirk Connell. Mm-hmm. asked asked a question about Rachel, who's on the current season of The Bachelor on Matt James season. Um, she's the one that, you know, went on the shopping date asked about, um, you know, his thoughts on her actions and all the things going on around um, her potentially being racist or supporting things that are inherently racist, i.e., going to an antebellum party in college, uh, liking photos with uh, Confederate flags, folks are wearing MAGA hats, um, just a number of things that she has been involved in on social media. And Chris Harrison immediately jumps to her defense. He uses things like woke police. He says that he feels sorry for the per- for the poor girl. He doesn't want to speak on things. He wants her to speak up, and he doesn't want to kind of speak for her. Um, yet he just continuously defends um, all the things. He also just makes one comment that really stuck out to me was he says, you know, this was in 2018. And he says, you know, we didn't see the world through the same lens in 2018 as we do now. And, um, you know, Rachel Lindsay even makes a point to say, well, if I were to go to an antebellum party, like, what kind of character would I play? Mm -hmm. Like, I wouldn't be wearing a hoop skirt walking around with my white gloves on, like, and he completely doesn't even recognize that comment that she made because he's too worried about proving his own his image, point. proving a point, And he's not even thinking about the repercussions of what he's saying. And so that's the problem here. The problem is, I don't think Chris inherently meant any harm, but he caused it. And um, I think now he's starting to backpedal and backtrack. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to, to mention it. Um, what, what's something that you wanted to say about it?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's just deeply uh, problematic. It's like a 10-minute clip of uh Chris basically just like gaslighting um Rachel Lindsay, like who who are you? Who are we to judge and um speak on this? And I think maybe he his initial int- intention for like the first 10 seconds he opened his mouth when he said like I want her to speak for herself. It, it could have taken a much different direction there and he could have said, you know, she has been silent for a long time and she needs to, you know, speak up to address this, considering that these things have been out on the internet for like six weeks now. Um, and I'll be looking forward to her, you know, response to this and I will address it on, you know, after the final rose or the women tell all whatever. But instead he started with, she hasn't addressed it and then just made a million excuses for her and just like mansplaining everything to
1: Rachel Lindsay as a white woman. Who is one woman that needs zero mansplaining.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it was just uh, everything wrong and nothing right. Um, and I don't know, it, it was just bad and problematic and, I feel like, you know, like a lot of people have said online, I think he said it because he thought he would get away with it because of who he is. And it just kind of shows the privilege that he's had up until this point. Um, And, you know, privilege is what it is. It's not like those that are privileged necessarily always ask for the privilege that they're given, but it is your responsibility to recognize it and to realize the position that you're in and the responsibility that that holds and the way that you act. Um, And it just didn't seem like he was acting responsibly in this situation. Um, and so we, we really just wanted to mention it on the pod, podcast um, to say that we obviously um, do not support racism. We do not support any of Rachel's actions or Chris's actions, even though, you know, we do frequently talk about The Bachelor. Um, we just wanted to make that clear and that, you know, we stand with all of the, Um, contestants of the show that have um, come out with their own statements in regards to, you know, the bachelor's approach to diversity
1: and racism and all of those things. Mm -hmm. And I found it interesting too, just as all of this stuff started developing on the internet and as I watched the interview, um, just completely taken aback and a little bit disgusted by some of the things that he said, Again, I don't necessarily think that he meant it because this is just the way that he's probably lived his entire life. Yeah. Um, but that being said, um, I watched the IG uh, TV or the live um, from Taylor um, on Instagram. She's Tay Mocha, but her name is Taylor Nolan. Um, She was on the franchise a while back. She dated Derek, if you remember. She was on Bachelor in Paradise. Um, But she did a live on Instagram with the Black Jillorette. Um, That's really hard to say. But it was really, really good and really informative and really gave, like, a women of color um, in-depth dive, like, word for word on why the entire interview was problematic. And so if you're interested or if you're still confused – as to why it's a big deal. uh, If there's some things that you don't understand, I highly recommend that you go watch it because it really breaks things down for you in a very simple way to be like, oh, this is why this is problematic. And even though he didn't necessarily say X, Y, and Z, like in between the lines, this is what that means. Um, And that he's dismissing this behavior. And that is in and of itself, upholding white supremacy and white supremacy values. So yeah. I
0: mean, um, it got to a much bigger conversation, too, that it it felt like he was not talking specifically about Rachel and her actions. And he was speaking much more on the current climate of things. And again, kept referencing the woke police. And mm-hmm. yeah,
1: it, it just felt like it took on a different meaning. Yeah, it definitely I have to say, if he could have just come out and said, look, I don't think that, um, you know, what Rachel has done in her past, again, Rachel Connell, not Rachel Lindsay, yeah. um, is any kind of um, reflection of the franchise. And we're just waiting for her to have her own statement, her own moment. Like, I don't want to speak on it. Like, that could have been the end of that. But he just kind of kept digging his own grave. And so Anyway, um, basically, the whole whole point, I think that Rachel Lindsay and that a lot of other contestants are coming out and saying is that they just want people to be accountable. They just want people to take ownership for whatever it is that they've done, whether they meant it or didn't mean it, and just say, yeah, I effed up big time, and I didn't realize that it was hurting people um
0: allow yourself to be corrected in the moment because it felt like she was trying to correct him and help lead him back on the right path in their conversation Mm -hmm. and he he wasn't willing to be open to that correction
1: right not at all I don't even think he realized that he was being corrected yeah until way later and eventually he did come out with an apology um, and, uh, eventually Rachel, uh, Kirk Connell also came out with an apology. Again, we're not going to read them word for word, but you can go find them on the internet. Yeah. And, um, I will say one thing though, um, before we get to Chris Harrison's final statement, um, there were some circulations of a petition out there to actually fire Chris Harrison. And I will say that I personally don't feel that he needs to be fired, um some people probably really strongly do feel like he needs to be fired, but I do have a strong sense of like giving people two, three, four chances like people can right their wrongs um, and so, I don't know that this is his fireable offense um, because if that's the case, then we need to start firing a lot more people out there in the world yeah. um, that do these same, same types of things and offenses um, day in and day out. So I did not take part in the petition to actually fire him or cancel him. Again, that just kind of leans more into cancel culture, which I'm not really into. But again, I do think that he could use some retraining and some repercussions, I think.
0: Definitely. Right.
1: He could definitely use from uh, a step back. And that ultimately is kind of what we're leading to.
0: Yeah. So, um, I mean, I agree. And even saying that, like, I know that that's really still an invalid opinion because me as a white privileged viewer, like, I'm not the audience that he offended. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So, I feel like it's really unfair for me to say that, but I agree that, you know, for, for us all to lean in to, um, being more accepting of each other, you know, combating racism and being open to being corrected and educated. We, we, we need to create, and I don't know what the answer is, um, create some type of system where people are corrected and people are reprimanded for, you know, their actions when they're not appropriate, but also not immediately can't, like, you know, completely canceling everyone that says the wrong thing or, you know, whatever it is. Now, obviously with more extreme actions, you know, canceling someone from a, a position that is this high, it might be appropriate, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a, it's a tough situation, but you don't want, you don't want the message to be, if you say anything wrong, then you're immediately going to just get canceled because then I think that's what creates a lot of people's fear of speaking out and creates kind of this whole connotation that Chris talked about of the woke police. And again, it's just, it's, it's not my opinion to, to have there. So I think the people that did make the, um, petition to get Chris Harrison fired are totally valid in their, um, their thoughts and their feelings and all of those things. And I definitely think repercussions are in place. So or are should be in place. Um, I don't think that ABC has officially, um, spoke out on this yet, at least not that I have seen, but Chris has issued, I think, two apologies now. Um, and in his latest one, he mentioned that he will be stepping back from the bachelor franchise, um, for the time being, including the, after the final rose. Um, so we don't really know what that means long-term. Um, but I definitely think that this is, um, necessary, that he needs to kind of step out, reevaluate what's going on um, with him personally um, to hopefully, you know, educate himself and just learn from this situation. And we will see what, you know, the Bachelor franchise does with it. As much as we have enjoyed Chris in the past as a host, I also don't necessarily think the franchise would lose out by losing Chris and I'm just saying this from a pure like host entertainment standpoint I mean he's he's on for about two minutes of the whole show and as much as people think of him as like a staple of the show we have so many other people in bachelor nation at this point that people love that they do regular hosting gigs like that could fill the role and So it will be interesting to see, you know, if, if Chris Harrison has a future in bachelor nation or if this is um, kind of the end of the road for him, I guess.
1: Yeah. So we will see. And I think that we too will probably also just take a little bit of a step back as far as um, you know, just discussing all things bachelor on the podcast, of course, we're longtime fans of the show like we're gonna continue to watch the show and if we just need to talk about it between the two of us as friends like we will continue to do that but as far as just like giving it an even larger platform um we don't really think that that's necessary at least for the time being so it just feels right this week to spend time on
0: commentating on the episode um you know, of course, there's still, like I said, plenty of people in Bachelor Nation that we support and love, but to, you know, in an effort to stand with them, um, we don't really want to add any more attention to the show than is needed this week.
1: Exactly. But of course, if you have any thoughts, um, we'd love to hear them. And if there's anything that we could do better, also, yeah, uh, let us know um, to be either more inclusive or what have you we're all ears. So either slide into our DMS or send us, you know, an email or something. We're, we're ready for it. Yep. And I guess with that, we will see you guys
0: next week on the podcast.
1: Bye.